Here's the snap back. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin Stars! A 49-yard field goal! And Indiana leads 27 to 24! Austin Indorak wants to throw it. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Touchdown, Fry Fogel again. He's back. Welcome to the OEO Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. And that's right. He's back. I'm here with my co-host, Brandon. You can find him on Twitter at Brandon Dubich. That's Brandon spelled traditionally. Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. And unfortunately, producer Seth is still here. Uh, you can block him on Twitter. That's at Setah5, S-E-T-A-H-5. What's up, Brando? Welcome back, buddy. Where am I? What day is this? <laughs> Tell me what uh, I'm supposed to do. No, that's legit, dude. Do you really know what day it is, though? Ooh, no, I'm, I'm also on paternity leave. So like throw that in with a new baby and it, it could be Friday. It's, it could be Wednesday. October Wednesday. Yes. It's that's Wednesday. when we do this. We're, yes. we're doing a podcast, right? Is that what yes. we're, that's what okay. we're doing. Sweet. What we're talking about. That's what we're, yeah. Yeah. What are we talking? What are we talking about? We're talking about, uh, IU football, the game against Michigan here in just a little bit. Ooh, Harbaugh talks. Yeah. Ooh, women, khakis and all that stuff. Um, How's the baby? Cam is good. Cam, uh, it's super long. He's in the 93rd percentile in length. So he had a long boy. He's got a huge freaking noggin. And he refuses to sleep from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. So it's all right. Just get past like the first six months and you can kick him out of your room. So Bart Scott can't wait. (laughs) Uh, What was that you were trying to uh, interrupt me with there, Seth? Uh, I I was just glad he ended that sentence with noggin. I was worried where that was going. <laughs> I'm not sure they like, measure that yet, Seth. Um, all right, back to the news update. Um, coach's poll came out Monday. Um, to say you were disappointed about the the ranking for the Hoosiers is an understatement. Uh, for me, I thought it was pretty expected. I'm pretty sure it's on one of the podcasts where I said I thought we'd come in somewhere around 15 to 20. Come in at number 17. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Do you care? I mean, I don't care. It's a preseason poll. Fucking Notre Dame's ranked in the top 10, of course. Texas so is ranked for some reason. That is why I got upset with the teams that were in front of us, right? Like, it was less about the number in front of our name and, like, Wisconsin's ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, I, I, you know, Iowa State is some reason in the top 10, you already covered Notre Dame. Producer like, Seth thinks that Iowa State's going to make the college football playoff. Oregon, who, you know, was barely ranked, is now ahead of us. Like, there's just a lot of, like, it wasn't us being 17 that made me mad. It was the teams in front of us yeah. that I just, you know, it, it didn't make any sense to me. It's been said um, before, whether it was on record or off the record, that um, – our thoughts, IU football fan thoughts, the people that know about the program have been following the program for a while, can see all of the on-field potential, can tell that last year wasn't as much of a fluke as what the national media may, may seem it is. I think we were just kind of like, oh, uh, we got to get Oregon, we got to get Texas in, we got to get Notre Dame in, we got to get Michigan's got to get 30 votes, um, we got to get Ball State some votes. They didn't say that, but they've got to do some other stuff. And then they're just like, the coaches are like, oh, oh, crap. I forgot Indiana beat us last year. We should probably put them in there. And then they're just like, we just kind of just got down there to 17. I'm sure Harbaugh ranked us like number one, probably number two behind Michigan. Yeah. And Scott Frost forgot we existed. Um, (laughs) Did you uh, see the stuff going around on Twitter about their? Yes. Uh, potential jerseys. jerseys. Oh, oh my awful. god, they're the worst thing. What's that dude's ever. name? Their mascot? Husky. I don't know. No, so what is his stupid. name? Seth's typing, I think. Is it Herbie? Herbie. Herbie, Herbie Husker. Yeah. With the Should they just get overalls. Lindsay Lohan? Herbie fully loaded? 
<laughs> just get her plastered at tailgates and and have her running around the sidelines yeah so i they, think it would be a good move for them the the twitter rumor was that they were going to wear herbie husker um outfit style jerseys uniforms with a full red helmet <laughs> a white based uniform with a red overall and red pants yeah there he is there's a little picture there Anything to make them relevant, man. Anything to make them. I mean, just wait till they have headlines. Yeah, wait till they have their. uh, What do they call the black jerseys? Um, Wait till they wear the black jerseys, and it's like ESPN game day, and they're zero and five against Rutgers or something. So, just get them out. That'd be fine. Um, The other piece of news, not good news. I get. I don't know if it's good news. Maybe good news for him. I think this is glass half full. Samson James um, I, I think it's a positive I think it's a positive for both um, the way I'm seeing it is he clearly saw the writing on the wall um so that means he's gonna go better his situation which is good for him and that means our running back room is pretty stinking good if Samson James doesn't think he's gonna see the field is he um, a power so that's five good for running us. back is he a power five running back I bet I think he thinks he is um we just haven't seen him so we don't know I mean he, he hasn't done anything on the field to say he is outside but... of the Purdue game in 19. 2019 that's it yeah he did pretty decent in that uh game that i don't want to talk about that we went to florida oh, the gator bowl yeah, yeah. I mean, he did pretty decent there um i think he's a number two power five running back i think it would have been perfect had we not got stephen carr i think he would have been a perfect compliment to, to tim baldwin yeah. to have the speed elusiveness of baldwin and then to have the power of james right behind him would have been good, but Stephen Carr is going to be that powered. You know, I, I want to call him a. I watched a a practice video where it was Tim Baldwin. They were doing the cone drill or something like that. No, they were they're weaving in between trash cans, and uh, Tim Baldwin. It looked good, nice and smooth. And then you see Stephen Carr. He takes the tiniest like little jukes and moves all the way around these things. I've never seen it like that before from an IU from an IU uh, running back. So uh, I'm pretty excited about him. Also super, you know, everybody knows I'm super high on Tim Baldwin. So we'll see. Yeah. You and chase only find a way to bring it up. It's like, it's like me and Chucky Campbell. Um, I'm going to bring him up. You're going to bring up uh, Tim Baldwin. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously David Ellis, David Ellis was listed and I cannot believe I didn't send this to you. Did you see the the Phil Steele? Maybe it was. Yeah, the Heisman Pop sleepers, underrated Heisman sleepers, yes. or something. Yeah, David so Ellis, who might be listed as the third running back, or maybe starting slot wide receiver, or something like that. I don't know. So that'd be real. I mean, I like David Ellis. I know you like him. You're just disappointed. Um, I, I don't know if he sees that much of the field. Anyway, let's get into what we're here for. Not David Ellis talk. We're here to talk about game number nine, which is at Michigan. Uh, listed for November 6th at the big house. No TV time slot picked yet. This has uh, Fox Big Noon written all over it. Um, One hundo. Yeah. So uh, history lesson real quick. Previous meeting, the number 13 ranked Hoosiers won 38 to 21. It was not that close of a game. Um, All time record, though. Kind of a total flip-flop on that. Michigan, 59, Indiana, 10. Um, Seth is losing his mind in the background as I now frantically type in Michigan versus Purdue football history. Let's see how this comes out. Nope, we're not going to go to their website. That's going to get me hacked now. Viruses or um, Michigan leads that series 45 to 14. So almost just as bad as ours. So you can go f- yourself. Um, hey, Leo, man, Leo, well, easy, yeah. easy. Yeah, I meant that. Like he might like that. I don't know. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want to move on to the coach. Uh, everybody knows who it is. He's bigger than the program. Uh, Jim Harbaugh. He was a uh, pretty much a backup quarterback his entire NFL career, and now has somehow ballooned one. Failure in a Super Bowl and a constant failure every year at Michigan. Does into... anyone know how to burn more bridges than Jim Harbaugh? Like he, uh, he yeah, probably. Um, every every place Urban he goes, Meyer, maybe. Yeah, very 
like without what he's urban Meyer without the success, right? Like every time he leaves, he leaves the place worse than when he got there. So um, what is it about? What is it about him? Is it his face? Is it the way that he talks? Is it? No, it's, it's his ego, man. It's that's what it's, I mean. He, because he thinks urban has one too, yeah. but urban also has, has fielded murderers and, <laughs> Um, allegedly, no, that's not allegedly. That's not alleged. He's no, yeah, he, for he real. served. He served time. And then uh, this is the allegedly, not, like you not know, sex, of, sex offenders, and you know stuff like that, and gotten away with it. So, and and uh, that was at say top five, by the way. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I as a Colts fan, kind of like him. I mean, I I remember the hail mary, the the definite catch by Aaron Bailey. Had we had. Uh, replay back in the day, it would have definitely been overturned. Um, here we go, Steelers. Here we go. How that Super Bowl turn out? Neil O'Donnell stinks. <laughs> I used to call him Wolfman. That's what I used to call him back in the day. But yeah, I remember where I was and all that stuff. So uh, Jim Harbaugh was holds a little tiny, like the tiniest spot in my uh, sports heart. But um, I think it's pretty funny that they just keep letting him stay there. He's got a record of 49 and 22. Um, better than is it Brady Hoke? Is that right? And whoever else they've had before him. So I guess if he's not Lloyd Carr, is that his name too? Am I doing good with Michigan coaches? You're killing I'm it. I'm on actually. fire. I, mean, I is... guess if he's not Lloyd Carr, as long as you're like 49 and 22, they'll just keep extending you until you die. Yeah. There you go. I'm trying to think of another like equivalent, like a coach. Who was the coach for the Cincinnati Bengals? I was just there for like a decade and was. Oh, he was um, Marvin Lewis. Yes, yes. thank you, producer Seth. Like yep. Harbaugh is like Marvin Lewis. Like the Bengals would be like just above average enough that they're like, well, we could do a lot worse than Marvin Lewis. It was always but like, like, but he made the playoffs. Yeah. Same thing with like Andy Dalton. Is Andy Dalton a good quarterback? No, and he's made the playoffs how many times? Three or four, yeah. like five times, but yeah. he's never won. Yeah, so that that's that. Is it? Am I making any sense, or am I just delirious with no, that no, kind no. of? I think you're right. Like, I think a little bit you're right. Because here's the thing: they always talk. They talk about this a little bit in soccer about how. I mean, they throw managers around like like crazy. But no. if you hire a manager, like for like, let's say Chelsea, for example, hired um, Frank Lampard, who's like their most famous player ever fired him halfway through the season last year and replaced him. But it's like, do you hire a club legend? Do you hire a, uh, an alumni legend as a head coach? I think it's a little different over here, especially in football where you don't just throw coaches around. You can't just replace coaches. It's totally different systems and everything else and a longer time to adapt. But I think that they're kind of stuck, man, until he wants to leave oh pretty God, much, I unless they're just, just God awful. Brando's Randos. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh my Hold God. It. This is Hold this, it. this might be this might be the best Brando Rando oh question of all time. I'm very excited. I just came up with it. Which Mind former you, IU I'm football averaging... player? Which former IU football player would you want to coach Indiana? Is that what you're no, gonna say? No, okay. that's a good one though. Okay. Um, let's get into it. Let's get let's get through the bad stuff and let's get to the good stuff. So let's get into the key players for Michigan. Uh again, this is a new thing we added last week. I think Sabrina wasn't around. So we're going to separate it into the strengths or so-called strengths and weaknesses. So I strength, already mightily disagree. With well, no, no, no. I, I, I disagree with this first part here too, <laughs> but we always talk about the quarterbacks. Um, we don't really know who's going to start. Uh, their backup who we did not. Did we see him? Maybe. A didn't know Mil- Milton Milton. Uh... They let Milton stay in there that whole game. Yeah, they didn't really put McNamara in until later into the season. And then his first start came against Rutgers, where yeah. he threw for like five touchdowns, big game. 400 yards. And then yeah. he just, Milton never saw the field again. Yeah. So McNamara, he played in four games in 2020. Like what you said, he had 450 yards total, five touchdowns. But he's, I mean, he's got to be better than Joe Milton, right? Oh, speaking of which, of uh, Joe Milton, saw on Twitter yesterday, went down a Twitter, what do you call it? Twitter tunnel, Twitter, Twitter hole. Um, Spiral. I saw something about uh, Tennessee fans freaking out about this, like, oh, man, this is what we needed. This is what's really going to turn the program around. And I'm like, did I just see Milton on the back of this guy's jersey? Who is this? And I look and it says Michigan quarterback transfer Joe Milton says it wasn't him. It was the scheme or something. And they're like, this is the attitude that we need, bro. 
<laughs> it wasn't a scheme, Bubba. It yeah, wasn't I mean, again, a scheme. Again, he, he, he kind of, I mean, this is a terrible comparison. But I'm, I've started the sentence. Like, he kind of, you know, has that Petrus look to him. He's 6'5". He has a huge arm. He's athletic. Like, if you build a quarterback, you're building Joe Milton. It just turns out that he's not very good. I mean, yeah. it, for, 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 for what that is, I mean, he has everything you want, size, you know, every, everything. Um, but unfortunately the guy can't play quarterback. Yeah. Coming out of high school, six, five and a half, two thirty. So he's exactly, but he can't run. We saw last, last year. He couldn't, he could not escape any sort of pressure. Um, ninth ranked quarterback coming out. So I guess that's where you get a little bit of an ego from, uh, elite 11 kid. So transfer into Tennessee and um, good luck, (laughs) I guess. So, um, Let's uh, let's move into maybe the one strength, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Well, the other quarterback could be the freshman, J.J. McCarthy, the five-star freshman, the kid uh, from IMG Academy. Much better size than what Cade McNamara has. McNamara, I think, is listed at 6'1". Um, McCarthy, 6'3", kind of built more of his, as a pro-style quarterback. Um, good balance, good arm. Uh, and athletic enough to avoid yeah, any sort of. I think I think JJ McCarthy is starting by time we play Michigan. In I do too. Yeah, he's do he's too. the better talent. I mean, I, we unfortunately have said this about a lot. Like I wish we got Michigan earlier because I don't think Cade McNamara is very good. Yeah. Um. But you know, and I'd rather play a a freshman in September rather than November. Uh. But it, it'll be interesting. Yeah. I, I I don't know who will be under center. For Michigan, um, I, again, I think it'll be McCarthy, but I'm sure Michigan wants it to be McNamara uh, because this, if, if he's benched, then their seasons went the other this way. This makes how many how many of these? Michigan State, Ohio State, Michigan. We have no idea who the quarterback's going to be. So it, while it's a little scary, it's also a little encouraging, I think. Um, yeah. So the one thing that was listed as a definite strength in the one preview that I read was their running back room? And I'm, I'm scratch, literally scratching my head right now. Like I'm not figuratively scratching. I was literally scratching my head. It's on Zoom. If we need to post the video of that, I can. But enlisted as a strength, they ran 19 times, including sacks, I guess, against IUS. We lived in the backfield. 13 Maybe. yards total. Uh, they're losing their top um, rusher in Zach Charbonnet, I want to say. Charbonnet. Yeah. Yep. Um, to he the was a beast board. against us uh, his freshman year, and yeah, then he was kind good. Of had a sophomore slump a little bit. Like, was the freshman year that we played him at home two years in a row? Correct. Twenty nineteen, yes. we played them at home. I remember being real hyped about that. Your wife was talking a lot of mad ish to the Purdue guys or um, Michigan, Michigan guys is. next to us. Yeah. So now get we're not in. You're not in my head. You're not in my head. Um, so their one, re- their one returning any sort of production is Hassan Haskins. Uh, if it doesn't ring a bell in your head either, it doesn't in mine. Um, 2020, he played six games, six touchdowns, six point yards per carry, which is pretty good. Um, limited carries, I think maybe, I don't have it right here in front of me anymore. I, low 20s, I want to say. So um, not a lot of, I mean, a decent production for the times that he carried the, the football, but not a lot of experience last year. The other two guys behind him, Blake Corum and uh, a freshman coming in, Donovan Edwards. So Michigan's had some trouble. I'd so say, here, I'd say here, here's the thing. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to probably drop this stat a little Uh-oh. early, Uh-oh. but um, I mean, if you look at recruiting rankings, just recruiting rankings, not the actual play on the field, recruiting rankings, this is the 13th most talented team in the country. Right. So like we're talking about a five star freshman. We're talking about these four star running backs. We're talking about these four or five star wide receivers. It comes down to coaching, man. Like the talent is there in Ann Arbor. The play on the field isn't, Um, you know, I mean, so we can keep going over because why? Why is Michigan supposed to be good this year? Because they got dudes on paper. But then you look at the actual stats like McNamara, 450 yards passing. This guy, six touchdowns in six games, and but we've never heard of him before. Like, I don't know. I mean, I know Ronnie Bell. That's it. We haven't got there yet. But, again, you know, it's just, ugh, I don't know. Effing Ronnie Bell. I had the bad word written down on my outline. You had to say it, didn't you? 
So he he's also listed as a key player. Let me tell you about this kid. Against IU last year, six catches, 149 yards, Be one good. touchdown. Let me tell you about him the rest of the year. 250 yards. I don't know how many touchdowns. He had like 400 yards receiving total last year. How is that going to be your main comeback key player on the wide receiver? Like, I don't think I don't. The important part with wide receivers is you need a is you need a quarterback to throw it to you. And um, hmm. Yeah. So outside of Bell, there's like I don't want to list all the names. They're just raw. They're young. They're good. They're highly touted. Um, and I yeah. guess we'll just have to see how that turns out. So, yeah, again, getting a little bit ahead of ourselves here. I mean, if, if you look at it, Michigan's only favored by two and a half, and they're at home. So, yeah. I mean, if, so it's if a toss-up toss game. neutral field, you know, I would be favored. probably be favored. So, yeah. like, you know, I don't think we need to come in and make Michigan out to be more than, than they are. I mean, they're – they're, they got a lot of talent who underperforms with a bad coach. And this, I mean, I think that's the summary right yeah. there, right? I'm with you. I'm with you. They have a um, few studs. They, they do have a few NFL players, but that's every year. It's Michigan. They're gonna but is that on offense? I don't know. Not on offense. I don't know how they're going to score points, and we'll get in that. In the I think matchups. Ronnie Bell sneaks into a draft pick, maybe. Um, I don't know much about their running backs. We'll see. So JJ McCarthy is being touted as a day two pick. I mean, we'll see. But he hasn't taken a single. He hasn't snap taken a snap. Him. Hasn't taken. Absolutely right. Scouting reports calling him a day two kid. We'll see. Comparing him to uh, Kyle Allen. So congratulations, JJ. Um, yeah. I mean, again, so this is something I use a, a lot. I like their individual pieces a lot more than I like their team. And mm-hmm. normally, when you're saying that, it's not a very good team. You know me, I, I seem to be pretty skeptical as far as like ripping teams already because I'm like trying not to do that. I don't like anybody on their team. Nobody. So um, let's let's keep it. Well, maybe I do. I do on defense. So let's get to defense real quick. The weaknesses, tight end and offensive line. We saw how bad the offensive line was last year. IU uh, whipped them up and down the field defensively against the – I mean – you remember the funniest part about that game? I watched, I rewatched this game on Sunday because I have a newborn and I'm pretty much locked into the couch and I can't do anything else. So I actually did rewatch this game. Do you know how many times we got them to jump off sides? Yeah, like, I that, do that, remember that. That defense is so undisciplined. So that's bad coaching and just like bad situational awareness. Like we probably got them to jump off sides a half a dozen times. I've never seen that. Like I love football more than any other sport. I watch an insane amount of football, NFL, college. I've never seen that many hard count offsides. Like it was out a crowd, dude. No, no crowd. It was was straight bananas. There's 500 (laughs) people in the stands. There's no noise. So and 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 Penix is just getting them just hard count jumping half a dozen times. All he's doing is the the slap, the the Peyton Ramsey slap. And, and the it. other the other hilarious thing, not again. I don't think I'm stealing because I'm looking at your outline. I didn't get a chance to do an outline today, so I'm I'm stealing all your points. But how many like defensive holding and pass interferences did they get? Like we just threw up jump up balls. Like Penix did not throw too many good balls in this game, but he didn't need to because yeah. the corners were just draped on our wide receivers like superhero case. Yeah. Like so they and- had eight penalties for 89 yards total. Um. I don't have the individual penalties in front of me, but as a team, eight penalties, 89 yards, IU four for 50. One of those penalties against IU was a 15 yarder that we'll talk about uh, in my key matchups a little bit later. Ooh, me too. So um, tight ends and offensive line weakness. Uh, I was going to have this stat here ready for you real quick. Last year, IU had three sacks, five tackles for loss, and five quarterback hurries against Michigan. So, um, yeah. So while they still may have high-end recruits, you can high-end recruit all you want, but if you can't develop a player, you can't turn in what that high-ranking potential is into something that it's supposed to be, then it doesn't matter. So um, on the other side of the ball, we'll go through this pretty quick. Uh, There's two, in my opinion, at least. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson comes back 
Uh, he's a day one or two NFL draft pick at defensive end. No stats against IU. Uh, the other big time player in this, in the middle and Chris Hinton, uh, big defensive tackle. The name sounds familiar. Is he an Indiana kid? Do you know? I don't think so. No. Did we, maybe we were, we had some sort of recruiting with him or something. I don't know. We but, don't go against Michigan too much. No, but Chris I mean, Hinton, um, also that. this, but neither one of these players go ahead, sir. There was a Hinton who was like a linebacker for the Colts for the when Colts. you were growing up, right? I wonder if this is... I don't know if there's any relation or anything, but that no, might be one they would have had that sounds listed. familiar. They would have had that listed. They do have him, him listed as a as a day two um, draft pick as well. So, uh, Chris Hinton, 6'4", 303. He's a, I, he's a, yeah, big, a big dude. So, man, the name sounds Hinton. Maybe it was Chris Hinton that played for the Colts. Might have been his name. Was that his name? Yeah, Chris Hinton. That's why I know the name. So there was somebody named Chris Hinton. So there you go. Um, yeah, so that's it. I mean, we can talk about their defensive backs and how highly ranked they were and all these five stars and blah, 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 blah. Um, no, they're a joke, dude. <laughs> they were really Stink. bad. So Stink. is that coaching? Is that them? I don't know. Uh, all right, let's go. Let's move on. Uh, key matchups. I'll let you go first. I've got three. Uh, yeah, so I think it's IU versus IU. Like, we can't beat ourselves here. Um, yep. That yep. means turnovers. That means penalties. That means, you know, composure within inside the big house. Like, we just said, you know, they got a lot of Jimmys and Joes, but they got no X's and O's. As long as we go there and execute, we should win this game. So as long as we don't beat ourselves, which is extremely hard to do. You know, there's going to be a uh, 100,000 crazies there. Um, easier said than done, but I think that's the most important thing. If if IU shows up, this should be I don't, I don't know if it'll be a 17 point win like last year, but it, it should be seven to 10 points. Right. Um, at least, at least the way I'm seeing it. I'm sorry. What, what I was looking at pictures of Chris Hinton. What did you say at the very end? <laughs> I, I said, if, if, if IU shows up and does what it's supposed to do, um, it should win. Um, if yeah, IU doesn't beat themselves, doesn't dig themselves a hole. Um, you know, I, I think that is my number one, it's not really a matchup, but you know, focus area. Gotcha. Cliche, but that's you know, what it is. Chris Hinton's in the Colts Ring of Honor. That's how I know his name. That makes sense. So maybe the dude on Michigan's not any good. I don't know. So there you go. Um, you kind of took two of mine, really. So what I had listed, uh, I'll just name them off here real quick. You just cut. You I didn't take them. You just kind of covered them. I have, and this is kind of funny, but not really. IU maturity versus Ronnie Bell. There's a reason why I called him an effing Ronnie Bell earlier, because that dude got under my skin and I wasn't even at the game. I wasn't even playing. Uh, he, he took Jamar Johnson out of the game in the first quarter. Um, Jamar Johnson, who's usually pretty even keeled. He doesn't overly celebrate too much. He doesn't really get unsportsmanlike conducts or anything like that. Got an unsportsmanlike conduct, kicked out of the game for throwing a punch, all because of Ronnie Bell. So, like, we, let's keep it cool. He's going to do it again. He's going to does it against everybody. So, I mean, he makes uh, a first down catch while he's down seventeen. He's going to get up and uh, act like he just won the national championship. So, yeah, you got to keep your cool. Um, understand that you know he's Ronnie Bell, and just to uh, just walk away, just Elio in his face, bro. Uh, the other one is the takeaway battle. You owe me push-ups for calling them the T, the other T word. Um, takeaways are massive on the road. You win this, you win the game. Uh, Penix should have another big game as long as he keeps his cool. Um, I didn't like the 30 for 50. I mean, that gets us into this. What are we talking? Is that 60%? Um, 342 and three touchdowns though. So, I mean, it's sharper, sharper than I think maybe I've ever seen him in the first quarter. Uh, with the touchdown to Marshall and Fry Fogel. So was that first quarter, both of them, I think? Yeah, either way, it doesn't matter. Look it up. Do whatever you need to do. Um, my last one is, uh, this is a huge game. 
if we're if we're really going to talk about this as far as like i don't know i it doesn't matter how bad michigan is i guess nationally even if they're going to be okay like maybe be a bowl team yeah um to win at michigan which has been a really long time for us i don't have that in front of me 80 something was it 88 yeah was that the last time we beat him too before last year i don't know why but yeah that sounds something something around there it's been a while so we beat him at home handily last year can we do it again so let's start let's start a streak i mean again everyone had their iu streak for so long like oh yeah um let's let's start a new streak um i'm all for it i'm all for it um but another another one um that I wanted to bring up is I think this again, can't let up big plays, whether that's special teams, whether that is like you already touched on the turnovers, uh, our safeties again, limit the big plays. Don't let that crowd into it. Um, That's, that's a kind of a big thing. Again, not really a matchup because I think we should own all the matchups. There's not really a matchup that I'm worried about in this game. That's why I'm bringing up more focus points rather than than matchups so that's another one is just if you don't allow them to get momentum we 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 covered the offense i don't know how they're gonna score like seriously i don't know how they're gonna put up enough points to beat us um i think that's gonna be a huge thing so uh, limit 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 the big plays yep and limit how much money you spend at monon track club this podcast is brought to you by Monon Track Club. It's Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport and the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Almost slipped up on that one. Um, I say limit how much you spend because they have so much swag. Check it's it out. Swag. Yeah. Check out the, the website. The link will be in the show notes. Make sure to use promo code leo10 that's leo10 the no, the letters not the numbers leo then the numbers 10 that'll get you 10% off your purchase uh support a small business owned by an iu alum and now it's time for brando's randos and another special edition of producer seth's podcast sack where we reach deep into seth sack for a couple questions from producer seth but first, Randos, Randos, what you got, buddy? All right. So um, since this is the LEO podcast and mm-hmm. I can't do um, F, marry, or kill, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to do a, a different version of mm-hmm. this. Um, so I'm going to do date, dump, or uh, or hang out with. Um, Tom Cream, Je- uh, John Harbaugh, or um, the Jim, Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. I'm dumping... I'm dumping Jim Harbaugh. I'm dating Tom Crean. What's the other one? John. No, what was the other? Whatever the other category is, is John Harbaugh. Oh, Mary. Yeah. Mary. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So what What are yours? What a weird family, man. What a weird, 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 weird family. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 there's not a really another answer other than no. that. Um, it's just it's such a bizarre, bizarre family dynamic. I wish I could have did F Mary Kill with those. Well, right. I mean, you could have just so, said you could have said that F Mary Kill. I wouldn't have said the F. Um, I guess we can't kill anybody either. No, that's not very LEO. No, not very LEO. No, I guess if you love them and they're <laughs> suffering. Yeah, then you can kill. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> moving on. All Seth right. says, uh, moving on, moving on. Uh, thank you. Thank you for keeping us on topic here, Seth. Um, so, again, so we were kind of talking about, you know, Michigan having this recruiting pipeline and, and being a traditional power. Are they the Dallas Cowboys of college football? Like, mm. they're, they haven't been good in a long time, but for some reason, they always get national spotlight. Like, to me, like it, just looking at the gambling, like I, I hadn't looked at this kind of before then, like 
you can tell that they're just trying to milk people for their money here, just roping in Michigan fans. Like, and you see the same thing with Dallas Cowboys. Am, am I off base with that comparison? So I would say yes, but I'm off base. I would say yes, but I think the Dallas Cowboys of college football are the Notre Dame fighting Irish. America's team kind of you talk about a fan base that's spread throughout the entire country more heavily probably than Michigan fans. I'm going to go with Notre Dame. Um, when I, I made this comparison in the chat, I don't know if you saw this. Here's a little uh, Bragley's rando. Uh, is Michigan football the IU basketball of college football? So I, I saw this, I saw that in the chat and in one sense, we continue sense, to get high recruits they, all they, the there time. We go. There we go. It's, it's, it's doing less with that much talent. That's where I would agree. And they, um, and they I, haven't I, won a national championship since what? And I, I think, and I think that was just an Archie thing. Archie could not develop just like Harbaugh could not develop. Um, so well, I mean, Crean could develop and then couldn't do it. 1997 was their last claimed national title. So just 11, 10 years after what IU basketball when they're, and I'm not ripping on IU basketball, I'm not doing that. What I'm saying is IU basketball's fan base every single year expects to be ranked, expects to be a top team in the country. And we pull in top talent every single year, minus the, transition years between Samson and Kareem. Um, Michigan, every single year, their team, their fans expect to be one of the top teams in the country, pulling top talent, all that stuff. So, and the National media draw. helps. The media is crazy on both of those teams. So, yeah. There you go. Perfect. Uh, last one here. Um, how many more, and again, this kind of kind of dovetails off, off the first two. Um, but how much, how much longer does Harbaugh have? And I know I want him to be there forever, but you touched on him being a Michigan man. Like that's hard to split ways there. So like, is his seat as hot as maybe Scott Frost, Jeff Brom, um, Mel Tucker? I mean, you, you look at some of these other coaches, I don't really think his seat's that hot, but it should be right. So Michigan just gave him an extension on his contract much with the, with the boosters, you know, that they have. Yeah. So I'm you trying do that to for see recruiting. like extensions are just a recruiting thing. It isn't an actual job security. No, I'm trying to thing. see how much now granted his contract is huge. Um, he was brought back on a seven year deal for five or 52.1 million so 7.4 per year um then he was given another extension at the end of last year i think um i don't why is this stuff so okay so just a four-year extension through 2025 which would be an additional 30 million dollar commitment so if he leaves after 2021 he gets fired at least four additional years on there. So about roughly $25 million to pay him off. Um, I think he's on the hot seat. I think if he loses to IU again, he loses to Ohio state again, a team he's never beat and they miss a bowl. I think he's out. They're not going to miss a bowl. I mean, they, they probably have a losing record and put him in a bowl just because ratings, ratings, ratings. <laughs> Yeah, um, but, but would they take it? Would they take it? Yeah. Remember, they've got that whole, you know. So Western Michigan win. Uh, Washington. Tom, Tom Crean is from that family, and Tom Crean has said no to uh, NITs before. So. Okay. True. True. Seth's waving me off. He must have a schedule question. Um, I've got one more Bragley's bag of questions. Um. <laughs> Just made that one up on the fly. Uh, Michigan. Best fight song in the Big Ten. 
It was my high school's fight song, so I have a uh, little little place in my heart for so it. So my high school was the Indiana fight song, believe it or not. Um, I don't know, man. I think it in the Big Ten, I hmm, obviously IU is going to have the best one. But outside of IU, is Michigan the best fight song? How about that? Outside of IU, is Michigan the best fight song in the Big Ten? I say yes. I say yes. Okay. I got I mean, one more. Is- I got one more rando. That's not a serious one. But, yeah. Um, Seth, Mike, you guys have watched The Office, right? You've seen The Office. Yeah, yeah. like uh, literally, like fifteen times through. Yeah, you so, know how Kevin says, if anyone gives you ten thousand to 10, one odds, odds. Yep. You take that to win the national title. Michigan is ten thousand to one. No, so. you don't bet that. You don't bet on that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. That one you, you know, don't if, bet on. Okay. I just like Kevin would be disappointed in us. I agree. I wouldn't lay a single dollar on that. I wouldn't lay a single penny on that. But they are. I did find that funny. Ten thousand to one odds, Michigan to win the national title. Um, do you know? Do you, do you guys have any idea what I use national? Eight thousand. It's like I give you the link. Yeah. Eight thousand to one. I've already put money on it. I've also already put money on. I'm not going to jinx it. I'm not even going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. I put money on something else to win something else. Um, I've got one got more. I've got no. one more. Bragley's bag of questions. Bag whatever. Um. So this is a non-football related thing. This is about the baby. So since you've had a child, since you're watching TV at odd hours, yes, throughout the day. What what are you streaming the most? Because that's yeah. why I said the office. We've watched it like 15 times over. We've had two children, two mm-hmm. children, two years old, one year old. Uh, I've watched it continually. I've watched New Girl probably six times. I've watched Parks and Rec probably seven times. So where, where are you at here? So, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit all over the place. Uh, my favorite fall thing asleep watching, right watching it, whatever you're watching, chances are you're going to fall asleep. Yeah. It. So my wife and I are watching New Girl. She's never seen it before. This oh. is my second or third time. Schmidt, um, my favorite. Schmidt is my favorite. Nick, Nick is my favorite. Mostly because I'm a degenerate. Yeah. Um, I'm watching Happy Endings because um, it's basically New Girl light. It's like a not as good New Girl, but it's still pretty good. Never heard of um, it. On, on Netflix. Um we're watching when we're both coherent we're watching vikings because we like the last kingdom um on netflix so vikings on hulu um and then i'm watching and i just started it with cam um is the boys on amazon prime that's like a superhero ish show yeah right? like the super spoiler like sarcastic bad right? guys. yeah no it's it's pretty serious it's pretty it? pretty dark yeah mm. it's it's dark and gritty and superheroes are corporate like bad people i've been told to watch it never watched it uh letter kenny great show if you haven't watched letter kenny haven't got um, to that Ooh, that's a good one need to watch that it's very fast so make sure you're paying attention very 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 funny um, also football is my favorite sport so like i've been watching so much nfl network and there's a lot of hockey in letter kenny just so you know um, you're a hockey, hockey guy you're a hockey, hockey guy, guy. Um, so yeah, it's, there's no shortage of content for sure, especially around like this time where, you know, IU has, you know, Rose Bowl aspirations. I think, you know, I'm a Steelers fan. So like big Ben's last hurrah. So like every the hopes are very high right now as we sit here in August. So, um, a mixture of streaming content and, and just all football all the time. Oh, there you go. There you go. That's part of being a dad. Um, all right, let's, Punch Seth Sack. What do you got, buddy? All right. Since we know they all come in twos, uh, anything from a sack. Here we go. I have two quick Except corrections. Uh, Hint, Chris Hinton was an offensive tackle. I think I gave you some bad information. I guess I said he was a linebacker. He was an offensive tackle. Um, Iowa State, I said, had maybe the easiest route to the, to the college playoffs out of they the don't, Big 12. Do they? Um, they do so play Texas at home. Head. They do yes. play Texas at home. Yes. And, you know, I'm less impressed. We give Iowa State way too much run on this podcast. Well, it's because we hate them. That's why. Well, you've got, there's some, I think, jealousy going on here. No, not jealous. Why would I be jealous of a team that that lost the game? Why would I be jealous of a team that lost three times, including to the Raging Cajuns of Louisiana? 
because they got carryover from last year's ranking and IU didn't. I'm not worried. I'm not worried about the ranking. That's Brandon's thing. I know. All right, here we go. So I have two. Uh, my other thing that comes in twos here is uh, my I have room temp takes this week. Okay. All right. So you, you were starting to get into schedule stuff. Michigan's biggest game is Washington to tell if they are going to be a different team this year. Because if they win that game, they're four and zero and have super, have, you know, pretty much confidence going in. What's Washington's? Um, what's Washington's preview? Are they supposed to be good Washington or bad Washington? They're always going to be previewed in the top of the Pac-12 North because, quite frankly, I mean, lean, lean on Vegas, right? So, like, Michigan's only a one-point favorite. That means you know Washington at home. at home would be favored, and that means neutral site Washington would be favored. So, I mean, they're at least you know Vegas has Washington as a little bit better than Michigan. So, you know, that's that should be a, a pretty tough game. I'm going to look at yeah. their DraftKings while you're talking. Just continue. Yeah, the rest of there. I mean, it's what, Western Michigan, Northern Illinois. It's not. Yeah, I mean, if, if if things go well for both teams, it's not that you know inconceivable that both teams are seven and one, six and two when they meet. I think if both teams had their way, I think they'd both be very happy to be six and two, seven and one when they meet. I don't think Michigan's that. I, I actually think Michigan has a losing record. When they when they come and play us, I think they lose at Washington, or I think they lose against Washington. I think they lose against Northwestern, um, and I think they lose a tough one um, at Michigan State. Um, Washington preseason ranked number twenty one. So one two. No, they won't be. I think they'll have four losses, so they'll have one two. You're three, looking at Michigan schedule. One four wins. I think they'll be four and four when we play them. Do you think um, they lose to Wisconsin? Yeah, for sure. Nebraska on the road. No, they win that one. So where's the four losses before they play us? Washington, Wisconsin, Northwestern, Michigan State. Ooh, Northwestern is going to be bad, bud. I think they're I think they're previewed to finish like last in the Big Ten West or something. Maybe. Uh, But I think Rutgers could be sneaky. Um, Rutgers, I think, beat them last year, if I'm not mistaken. No, the McNamara threw for a bazillion yards. That was McNamara's breakout game. I am mistaken. So uh, go ahead, Seth. Yeah. And my other one was talking about uh, you guys were talking about Harbaugh and whether he's not on, not on the hot seat. Um, I, I would tend to agree with you. I say there's no way the NCAA football gods let us have back-to-back bad years, right? Harbaugh is going to do just enough to keep his job and Michigan relevant enough to be a preseason top 15 in 2022. So, so you think, you think, they're going to have a good season then you think they're you have them winning against Washington so no think- like seven and five eight and four somewhere in there keeps them relevant four next year oh, going next, into next year. year okay so they'll be they'll be hyped so they won't get rid of let's them. go through they'll their have- schedule let's go through their schedule real quick western michigan win yeah washington loss northern illinois win rutgers at home win on the road at wisconsin loss so three and two Nebraska on the road. Win. Four and two. Northwestern at home. Win. Five and two. At Michigan State, six and two. Loss. Well six six and two. Okay, six and Loss. two. Indiana Loss. at home. Loss. Six and three. Ooh. Michigan at Penn State. Six and four. Loss. Six and four. Seven seven and four. Say visiting Maryland. Seven and four. And then yeah, that's easy. Seven and five. So seven and seven five. Seven and five. With another loss to Ohio State, you think he keeps his job? They're going to be losses, top fifteen next year. You can losses sell this to Ohio State, Indiana, Penn State, Penn State, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, and man, those are all ranked teams. You can sell that. Yeah, I guess as long as Washington is still going to be ranked by the time who do they play Week One, Montana. So yeah, they're fine. They play the Grizz. So. Okay, that's it. That's all you got. Okay, wow. Those weren't much of a question, but um we'll take it. Whatever you savage got in your sack, response. we'll take it. Absolutely savage. So um yeah, let's do it. So next week we are we've got a double header, guys. Two for one action. You only gotta pay extra for that kind Yeah, normally. So uh <laughs> that's what I was setting you up for. Alley is up and the oop is complete. Um so, yeah. So either way, be sure to, again, shout out to Brandon if you guys didn't already last week. 
He's on Twitter at Brandon Dubich. Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. Just like, you know, I don't know, just like send him like, hey, stay awake or something like that. Yes, I don't know. yeah. And inter- interactions on social media um, yeah. at, you know, three in the morning. Yeah, perfect. Just do whatever you want. Shoot him a DM. Slide in there. Um, so either way, check it out. Check us out um, on Facebook and Twitter. If you guys still have Facebook, if you're not annoyed by all that stuff going on there right now, uh, facebook.com backslash podcast LEO. And on Twitter, it's at podcast LEO. You can also subscribe down or not subscribe. I'm so sorry for saying that. I need to update this note. Uh, you can follow. You do not have to pay to listen to this podcast yet. Um, follow, download, rate, and review, please. We love you guys. Again, next week, Rutgers, Minnesota combo two for one. And uh, we will not disappoint. This is like six times longer than last week's pod. So hopefully you enjoyed it on your ride to and from work. You ready to row? Huh? What are you doing? Get ready to row that boat uh, next week. Come on. Got to get a a row, row, row your boat. 30 minute podcast because Brandon is not allowed to be on there. If he says row that boat one more time. PJ Fleck is a clown, and we will talk to you (laughs) next week. Elio, guys. Elio. 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 Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio.